We are live and ready. You hear me good on the mic? Yes, yes, sir. All right. So, what's your name? Well, it's a, I go by Grandmaster Gaines. Okay. I go by Grandmaster now. I introduce myself as Mo. Introduce yourself as Mo. But but people have no uh, problem calling me the Grandmaster, so I accept it. I have an ego by it, but yes, you can introduce me as Mo. Just so I don't sound too cocky. I am the Grandmaster. The world has told me I'm the Grandmaster, but I go by Mo as well. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome, man. Um, So what do you do now? What What do you do for a living, if you don't mind me asking? So... I am the number one strength and conditioning coach in the city. Okay. Right? So I started saying that three years ago, and I proved it to myself, and that's how I say it. And you know what's funny? Mm-hmm. It's that interesting. I started saying that three years ago, and I really didn't have anything to back up for it, but I knew that my program, my methodology was better, but it, I didn't have the proof. And even before then, people have this, and... I guess this is why you're doing a podcast. I, every uh, question, I think it has a meaning and more uh, needs more answers to it. So um, this is something that people can learn from. I started saying I'm the number one strength and conditioning coach and people have this thing like, oh, like I had this insecurity that I said anyone's going to question you. Like, oh, are you making the most money? Do you have the most results? Do you have before and afters? And I didn't. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Nobody ever questioned me, ever. And they just rolled with it. Maybe they didn't want to have that uh, confrontation as calling me out and then asking for it. But no one said anything. And now I believe in it. I have the fucking backup for it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I, uh, if, uh, what do I do for a living? I'm the number one strength and conditioning coach in the city. And... That's how I make my money. And now I didn't say this to myself. I didn't do say this. My clients call me a life coach. I do know that if you spend six months with me, you're not going to change just your physique. You're going to be happier. You're going to be healthier. You're going to make more money. Every single area in your life. You're going to be a better father, better mother. Dude, I have two couples who couldn't have fucking kids and they have pregnant. I have data points for this. I have data points for this and I will dig deep into this. So basically, I am the guy who you spend six months with, you fucking pay me, and every aspect of your life is going to improve. So when we're talking about strength and conditioning, this is um, phys- like training, right? We're talking yes. about the gym. Yes. Uh, which gym are you training at? I'm training at a self-made training facility. And how, how's that been? Like, how's that whole facility? Because I've seen it out and self-made it's been kind of a big splash i've seen it in social media it's very big bright mm. and red and black mm. Mm. Um, a, a much needed tone in the fitness industry so yeah. how, what is it like is it can anybody go or no so the way it's set up is i pay them a thousand bucks a month and i run my own business mm. i don't have a boss i don't have uh, i'm not employed over there i can do whatever the fuck i want i can take my clients whenever uh, i'm there so i'm not working for anybody so what I'm doing is separate from self-made. The reason why I picked self-made, I like it. It gives me the freedom. If I had to pick the best fucking place to actually be a coach, do what you love. Oh, and we can go deep into the do what you love part. But if you're a coach, 
if you're into fitness and you're good at your shit and you're doing it because you're, you think you're good at it, not just to pay the bills, that's the place to go. Because the security you have from working at all the global gyms, and I don't give a fuck about naming them, but you know what I'm talking about, and you're working for a, uh, a, 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 corporate, a, gym, gym, right? a corporate gym. Look, do you... If they're charging hundred dollars an hour, you're getting twenty four bucks. The reason why you're twenty four uh, getting twenty four bucks because that's what you think your value is, and you're you're shit at marketing. You can be the number one coach, you can have a great physique, you can be a great trainer, but running a business, right? If you don't uh, want people to like take some of your uh, fucking hard earned money, you have to figure a uh, deal with the consequences of having a slow season. All right. If you're working at a restaurant, when the restaurant owner is not making any fucking money, you're still making money if you have a closing shift, blah, 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 fucking da. So long story short, if you're actually good at what you do and you can make money off of that, I would always train uh, at a private training facility. And as far as private training facilities go, this is the best equipped facility that I've seen. Hey, I have no connections with self-made. Uh, uh, the day that I find a better place that I can train my clients with better equipment, with more room, with more whatever the fuck I require for the same money or more money and I'm getting more value, the value to money ratio is higher. I'll switch gyms. But until that point, right now at this point, self-made training facility is the best facility for me to do my job. So this is talking about like knowing your worth, like knowing what you are worth as a trainer, as a person. Right. And um, going back to that, how did you find yourself knowing your worth? Like how, what got you this mentality of becoming the grandmaster gains? Like who instituted this confidence in you? Cause I'm pretty sure you started like where everybody else, like, Oh, I just like, Oh, well, I can't assume that. Right. That's assuming that you started off most guys. Uh, so as I conclude myself was insecure. That's why I started going to gym and started getting big. So what instituted this confidence in you saying, I'm the shit, I'm the one. In all honesty, nothing. I went years without having any fucking confidence. Mm -hmm. Like, like nothing, there's not one thing comes and happens. You like, this is very interesting. This is a very deep question because you, you this question has been asked people uh, for uh, 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 all the time to entrepreneurs, people who are successful, who are good at their shit. And they're always like, oh, this one time, this one thing happened. This one time, this one thing happened. I honestly think that no one really thinks about this fucking question. Mm -hmm. Like bro, from the longest, like I told you, three years ago, I was telling I'm the number one strength and conditioning coach and fucking, I just said it. So A, I made this delusional decision that I, I could do this, right? You have to make this, you know how uh, they say like, you're only gonna accomplish, go as, be as successful as your highest dreams. Correct. So start making ridiculous fucking dreams. So in all honesty, the way the, the path, you have to understand the path. There's never this one thing. You never like go to the gym and now you're fucking shredded. You don't you like start a job and now you're the be uh, biggest uh, sales guy in that fucking facility. Mm -hmm. So this whole journey, I didn't think I was. I didn't think that I would fucking get there. All I wanted to do was be a little bit better every fucking day. You know, when I was a coach, when I first started seven years ago, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Some, I was fitter than most people. Yeah. So I'm like, if I'm fitter than most people, I know a little bit more, mm -hmm. right? And I'll get them to that level. 
And I'm like, all right, I can always learn something new. So I would look at, read a book, look at a guy who's doing something more than me, something better than me, whether it's fucking eating more food, whether it's going more or less time to the gym, whether it's fucking steroids. I'm going to drive, uh, learn about fucking everything. Then I'm going to apply that. And then you're like, all right, that guy's better than me. And you still don't think you're the best. Mm-hmm. I'm still not the fucking best. 10 years from now, I'm going to look at my version right now and be like, man, I was a fucking loser. <laughs> like seven years ago, I, uh, two years ago when Lynn met me, yeah, my fucking number one client that I talk, brag about all the fucking time. And I tell her right now, dude, two years ago, my program was fucking garbage. And, you, a, and, a, you, and I told her, sorry to interrupt you. No, no, no. Like, I'm like, at, at that point, I'm like, man, this is the shit. This is the shit. This is better than everything else I've seen. So all I, w- I do is I'm like, I'm just trying to get better and better and better and better. And now that I'm here, I look around. I'm, the thing is, I'm 36 fucking years old. You couldn't even fucking tell. Like, the people who are in this game are 25, 27 years old. Now, if you think you're the shit and you know everything in 25, 27 years old, you've already fucking lost. Yeah. All right? I just have more years than you. You can be better than me. Yeah. But just keep grinding away. So to answer your question in one fucking line, there wasn't one point. I always think I'm the best version of myself at that one level, and I keep pushing forward. So right now, I've been in the game for a very long time. I've been in the gym for about 20 years now, and I've been training people for 10. So I have years, and I have data points that have been proven to me over and over and over again. Every year, I get cockier. First, I used to say, this is my humble opinion. Now I'm telling you this is a fact. But that's a good thing, because that's the thing. You're never being, uh, was it? What's that word? I'm um, not cocky. I, I believe you're not being content, right? You're not content with what content. you're learning. And you're yeah. always learning. And that's the thing. I mean, I feel like a lot of people feel like, oh, this is the t- top of that's why I'm at. Yeah, dude. And you get stuck. Dude, right? dude, I'm always looking for things that I'm wrong about. The more you're wrong about, uh, you are about something, the bigger improvement that you're going to get. Look, if I have to, if I'm driving the car straight, and go to the right route, I have to turn it a little bit, just a fucking little bit. And then I'm like, all right, I'm gonna save five minutes of time because I turned my car just a little bit. Now I'm driving eight hours, I'm gonna uh, save five minutes of time. Yeah. But if I realize that instead of going that way, I have to do completely that way, right? The first thing it's gonna happen is gonna, my insecurity is gonna see like, fuck. I've been going all this way, all this fucking time. What are people going to say? People think I'm going <laughs> to idiot. Then people are going to fucking say that, Mo, you've been telling me this, this, this is the right way this whole time. And your dick shrivels up and you're like, oh my God, that's all this insecurity. If you just admit that you're wrong and you turn the car left, you're going to spend, save eight, nine, ten fucking hours. But people want to go straight in that fucking direction. And piss away years of their life just to be right. Yeah. I'm constantly, I love being wrong, bro. I love being wrong. I'm constantly, that's what people have a problem with. They hate, love being right. Dude, I used to say cardio is good. As soon as I found out cardio is bad, I threw it out the fucking window. And what do you mean that cardio is bad? That's a good point right there. It's the most useless thing you can fucking put your body through. Why is that? Okay. All right. So (laughs) let's talk. uh, Let's dig deep, right? So you're not a good example but let's say you're a chunky butt, right? Yeah. Let's say you're a chunky butt. You don't have a lot of mu- muscle mass. 
and all that. Put your hand on a little. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're getting out of focus. Sorry about that. No worries. So. Let's let's say you're a chunky butt, you haven't worked out and all that stuff, right? You don't yeah. have a lot of muscle mass, you come over here and I ask you, all right, bro, let's dig into cardio for a second, right? So let's, uh, this is how science works. So first of all, we have to start off uh, uh, from an assumption, right? Yeah. And if we disagree on that z- assumption, we're not going to go anywhere. So let's start with an assumption. Your body's main mode is survival, right? You just want to be alive for a long time. That's what your body is going to do. Whatever you do to your body, your body is not going to give a fuck about what Victor looks like, how big Victor's chichis are, or is his butt growing. Your body just wants to be alive. Well, yeah, it's bi- bi- biological. It's, it's trying to it's survive, only right? survive, right? Yeah. Now, so let's say you're a chunky butt. I'm sure it is fuck, all right? I have a bunch of muscle mass, metabolism, faster, all that stuff. Let's do some cardio. Let's look at the elliptical. Let's you and I get on the elliptical, mm-hmm. right? And we start going for a long time, Right? So, and we go on forever with no food until we die. Who's going to die first? You're chunky. I'm shredded. Well, if we're going back to basic science, fat burns slower than muscle. So muscle is consumed faster, meaning you would go out first as first. And you are the only person who has ever answered it right. Every client that I get, they're going to be like, oh, I'm going to die first, blah, 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 because I'm fucked. No, I'm going to die first, right? Yeah. So every, if you do cardio every single day, your body is going to turn itself into something who's really good at adapting to that stress, right? Mm-hmm. So if you are chunky butt and I'm shredded, is it in your body's best interest to stay where you are and go deeper into where you are or go towards me? It's going to be my, my side. Yeah. yeah. So how does your body get better at doing cardio. If it has a slower metabolism, it's going to burn, burn those calories slower, right? Mm-hmm. So let's lower the metabolism. If you have less muscle, it's easier to do. Why am I carrying this big-ass chest, these shoulders, these hamstrings to just go, go here? Your body's like, piss this shit away. Which leads to a different scenario. I um, Not a lot of people like to talk about the dark side about bodybuilding, working out. It's fucking dangerous. It's very stressful on the body a lot of professional bodybuilders die at 50 60 40 heart attack cardiac arrest like it's it's fucking horrible oh it's, that's a whole different topic but yeah. I, I just want to just to finish that point yeah. so it's in your body's best interest to piss away muscle and build more fat when you're doing cardio why would you do it mm-hmm. uh, give me another reason oh you're too max because of your cardiovascular endurance because of your heart Okay, let's dig deep into that. So the only, so now that you've realized, hey, I'm doing cardio to stay lean. Okay. That's is- not going to happen. All right, Dr. like what about the people who are doing cardio and they are lean? Have them stop doing cardio. Look, if you have beer in the, uh, if you drink beer, right? Yeah. Are you going to have beer in the fridge? Yeah, you're going to be stocked up. But if you don't drink beer, you're not going to have beer in the fridge, right? What's fat? Fat is stored energy. Mm-hmm. Every time you give your body a response, your body lives in long-term cycles. It doesn't think one day is a day. It thinks one week, two weeks, three weeks is one fucking day. Right? When you start giving it a response, body is like, this is going to happen forever. So if I'm putting it in that steady state cardio, long periods of time, all the fucking time, it's like, oh, I'm going to drink beer. I'm going to use this body fat. 
So I'm gonna have resources. So every time you're using up those resources from doing cardio, but your body's always trying to build, uh, build them back. I don't do fucking cardio. I don't drink fucking beer. Well, I drink real beer, but I don't fucking <laughs> do all that shit. So my body, I only use carbohydrates for energy. Yeah. So my body has no reason to store fat. Yeah, if you put me in a desert, I'll die. But I make money. I'll never be in a fucking desert. See. Or if you're in a desert, I'm going to fucking kill you and eat you. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so is that like a common misconception that you get with new clients about like, hey, I need to do cardio whenever we can do cardio? New clients? Fucking everybody. Everybody's wrong. I get it from personal trainers. I've been sending my program for free to personal trainers. I've shown. Look, look. Cardio, you want to talk about cardiovascular endurance? This motherfucker was doing cardio every fucking day, training for a powerlifting competition, making fun of me. I don't do cardio. And I'm, I'm like, bro, you don't do fuck. You don't need fucking cardio. And I'm like, all right, let's test it. He was outside my house. I live right across the street from the convention center because I got it like that because I worked hard for it. And fucking, I got there. I had done two workouts. I was fucked up because I was drunk and did ecstasy the night before. Right. And I had done two workouts because I just wanted to fucking do it. And then I'm sitting at my house. I didn't think this guy would show up. So I eat a pound of beef, three cups of rice, take three shots of whiskey to get rid of a hanger and smoke an entire blunt. Mm-hmm. And we went to the convention centers and I lapped him 10 rounds up and down. When, what is cardio? What is cardiovascular endurance? You breathe in air, your lungs, uh, Absorb the oxygen from your fucking, uh, from the air and send it from the fucking left, uh, pump it from the, uh, into the right ventricle, into the heart. Yeah, I've studied that shit. And the left ventricle pumps it to the, uh, to the muscles that require, right? So when you start doing cardio on that bullshit ass, uh, elliptical and stepper, what's your body doing? I got to put a little bit of blood in the glutes, a little bit on the hamstrings, a little bit maybe in your arms and it's going boop. Boop, boop. What do you do when you do a fucking squat dog? Do a grinding set of 10. <laughs> You're fucking You're, you, It has to go everywhere. Yeah. Pow, 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 pow. High intensity. Now, let's trigger that into a bench press. Look, if you and I, if I bench press 300, let's say 50 pounds, and you bench press 200 pounds, right? There's a possibility, uh, like... Let's, uh, let's say you and I do, uh, and you can do 60 push-ups and I can do 60 push-ups. Yeah. Your 60 push-ups does not necessarily mean that you can bench press 300 pounds. Of course not. But if I'm bench pressing 300 pounds, no matter how fucking fat I am, I'm probably busting out 50, 60 push-ups. I'm busting those out. Granted that I'm not fucking obese and all that shit. Yeah. Right? So if you can be- do a bunch of fucking push-ups or you can rep... 135 for a bunch of fucking reps. It doesn't necessarily mean you can bench 200, 300, 400, 500 pounds. But if you can bench press 200, 300, 400, 500 pounds, 300 fucking pounds, you can rep the shit out of 135 pound uh, uh, bench press. You can do a bunch of fucking push-ups. So if you train at a higher intensity, the lower intensity will take care of itself. So when you're looking at cardio, when you're doing a hard, heavy set of squats, when you're doing a hard, heavy set of deadlifts, your b- body is pumping and that cardiovascular endurance, that even with those, within those 30 seconds, it's operating at such a higher capacity 
that if you never go on a 5k run dude i just did a spartan race two I weeks know, ago I seen it that. was easy i was smoking motherfuckers bro <laughs> The only uh, bro, I was vaping the whole time. I had this vape with me, bro. And don't even look at at me. We were like, like, oh, this guy is this, this guy is this. Bro, I had a twenty forty or my. How old is she? Is she twenty five this year? Fuck, she's getting old. This twenty my twenty five year old girlfriend and my thirty one, thirty two year old clients. Those little five foot four tall girls. They were smoking me. They were ahead of me because I'm old and I don't like pain. But I'm like, bro, they were running. They don't do any cardio. These are data points. I'm telling you, higher intensity takes care of itself. Then people are like, oh, it's not going to work out. Well, I smoked that motherfucker on there. Then this one girl says, uh, did it. Then another girl. One of them was Italian. One of us was his, his Hispanic. One of us was 4'11". One of them was 5'2". I'm 180 pounds, 580. Uh, 5'8", uh, and motherfuckers still go on this rant. Everybody's body is different. Go do your cardio. <laughs> but th that's where it comes to, like, that mind and body connection as well, right? I mean, yeah. this is what you believe in yourself, and that's what you're taught yourself, and then you set yourself up for failure, right? Yeah. It, I think that's what I'm saying. It's a, it's it's kind of hard because you see a lot of this social media, it's fake influence. I mean, it's not true. It's whatever they want you to see is what they got going on. Everybody is selling you something. Yeah. Everybody is selling you. I ain't selling you shit. I'm giving you all this advice for free. If all my, all my clients who are listening right now, eat steak and eggs and go squat every day, you won't need me. I'll be broke. They won't do it. They love seeing me every day. <laughs> yeah, man, you're gorgeous, man. Bro, I know. <laughs> so, so I, now going back to this, you sound very confident and like, it's you, you can tell that you love what you're doing. How'd you fall into like this whole fitness world? Like what was the main reason you wanted to go to the gym and become Jesus Christ. This is a whole new podcast. Yeah, man. Um, bro, my divorce. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, dude. Fucking. So man, Lynn, you've heard this like so many fucking times. I'm going to streamline this, bro. It was God. Mm -hmm. I can't fucking explain this, bro. And you know what, bro? Like, there, there's a whole fucking thing about you can't talk about God and all this stuff. Whatever you believe in, it's there's something out there. I've been atheist for a long time. I was fucking a Muslim, hardcore indoctrination. When you grow up believing in God as a Muslim, giving that up is crazy. Mm -hmm. And I went to that deep atheistic route too, but there's something that tells me that my life was designed to do this way. Dude, I grew up overweight. I was born with a deformed knee. If I would flex this leg, this knee would pop out of place. Oh, wow. I was a fat kid. I I had to repeat eighth grade because I never had, I didn't even have sex until I was 24 fucking years old, bro. Everything, single thing, like this is the complete opposite of me. Most of this confidence and all that stuff that I say is because I had, I was so insecure and I had to really give up on what people thought about me. So now when people think that oh this guy is this cocky ass motherfucker i still don't care because i was always judged for being fat and being not cool not having a girlfriend not having money i didn't even have cell phone until i was 22 when i came to the fucking us and i made some money making fucking three bucks an hour so the only thing that i made me fucking go was movies and watching people who were better than me you know i would see tupac oh look at this guy he looks skinny now but fucking he's shredded and all that stuff. Yeah. Like I didn't have friends. I didn't even go out and hang out with my friends outside of school because I was this fucking weird kid when I was until I was 15 years old. 
So the only thing that kept me like I got I, I just saw this thing when I was seven eight years old. I got into wrestling because these characters were everything that I was not. Yeah. So I always tell people, you know what the fuck you do before you turn ten years old. You just go to school and school bashes your fucking dreams. Of course. You're maybe you're good at art. Right, you're good at drawing and all that stuff, and you suck at fucking math. You go to school and they make you focus that you suck at math, you suck at English, you suck at this. They don't fucking cherish the fact that you're fucking artist, bro. You don't get excited from through math. That's not how your brain works. And you keep focusing on all this shit that you're bad at, and then you forget what you're good at. So I was into fucking bodybuilding. I saw those fucking guys. I always wanted to be like that, and then. In school, I started fucking working out, testing this out. Lost a bunch of fucking hair because I want to went on this fucking crash diet, and but I couldn't really get into it because my knee was fucking deformed and all that stuff. But I still fucking enjoyed it, you know. And so I sucked at math. In fourth grade, my dad looked at me through this fucking my test book on my face and said, "Like this guy will never be good at math," and I got pissed the fuck off. Mm-hmm. Ever since then, I was so fucking bad at math. I would spend four or five hours a day because apparently now I, uh, I realized uh, I got diagnosed with ADHD. Like I would go sit in the class and I would blink, and an hour would go by. I would be sitting there looking at the fucking thing, like, all right, I'm gonna focus, focus forward, and something would happen. I would get distracted, and boom, the entire hour went by, and I've res- uh, gone nothing in my head. That's not how you learn math. But I'm like pissed the fuck off. I'm gonna prove this motherfucker wrong, my dad. And I'm like, I studied more and more and more, bro. I would spend five hours a fucking day at the library in college, and now I am a double major in fucking mathematics and economics. I've studied calculus to the highest fucking level, but I was putting so much effort into shit that I was bad at and excelling at. And I started realizing slowly, slowly, what if I put my uh, effort into this? But that didn't happen until 27 when my li- wife left me. And I can go deep and dark into how fucking, but it's just going to be a bash against what she did wrong and all that. And I won't want to get no, into that. Let's get into the fact that I was heartbroken. I was miserable. And at that point, I went from being Muslim to an atheist. And I was fucking suicidal and all that shit. The only reason I would literally be at my house looking down from my fourth uh, story apartment, fourth floor, whatever, and saying the only reason I'm not going to jump off this is because if I jump off this, I'm going to go to hell because that's what my religion said. Yeah. Now that's gone. And I'm sitting at my house miserable, alone, divorced, I'm like, I've made this entire life around this girl. I had an economics and math degree, but I didn't really follow it because I moved to California. I got my citizenship. I had no reason to like get a job that would sponsor me. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to be happy, happy with this girl. This is the first time. That was my first girlfriend ever. So I'm like, I'm building this life, finding myself. Don't worry about money. I give up on my dreams to like be successful and all that because this is new. This is new. You know, the first time you hold a woman, and all that stuff, like it's like I mean, I married her. So, but when that's taken away from you, you're like, "What the fuck? What do I have left?" Like I'm building all this entire life around her. I haven't focused on me. What do I want? I want nothing now. I want to end this. All right, what is the one thing you wanted before you were fucking died? 
I don't get jacked as fuck. That eight-year-old Mo watching wrestling, fat, you know, no friends. I'm like, I want to be like this. I'm like, all right. So if I'm going to die right now, let's see if I can get my knee surgery fixed. I went to Pakistan to two doctors, two doctors over here. They said I'm going to get fixed. I was just still working out, doing crossfit, beating yeah. motherfuckers. And I, if I flex it all the way, my leg, it would pop out of place. So I would do squats to the point where I wouldn't flex all the way. And there were pieces of cartilage moving around that would lock up every once in a while. So I found this one fucking doctor that he said he was going to do this fucking Fulkerson osteotomy, cut this shit open, move it here, put a couple of screws, stitch up my quad muscle. Sorry, this is a very long answer. No, 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 that's fine. And then he's going to fix it. And he's like, the way I found that doctor was a whole different story. And then he's like, all right, so what now? I'm like, what do you mean what now? What's your fucking next date? Actually, the first doctor I went to, I went over there. He did some this and this and this. And he's like, I'll do, we'll do this, blah, 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 blah. But uh, both your knees are arthritic. And you're going to have to uh, stick with swimming and riding a bike. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> what I won't fuck? be able to squat and go yeah. 100%. He's like, we're good, but we're not that good. And this motherfucker is obese. And I went outside and I was sitting down and I started tearing up. Oh, yeah. Because I'm like, bro, this is this one thing I was getting excited. That's going to fucking do. I'm going to get jacked. Right? Like, fucking, I have money and all that stuff. I'm waiting tables. I'm just going to get jacked. This is going to make me happy. And he said, no. So I called my trainer. He's like, fuck that doctor. Find another one. I went to a CrossFit gym. And I'm like, these motherfuckers get injured all the time, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I fucking started calling CrossFit fucking gyms. Yeah. Right? And the owner of one of those CrossFit gyms, I'm not going to she had gone to this doctor. And I went over there. Mm -hmm. And he looks at me. He's like, we're going to do, 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 do this. Boom, boom. He, this motherfucker was fucking shredded. Probably on TRT. This jawline fucking uh, jacked as that. fucking fuck. That typical yeah. like, muscle head. Fuck yeah. yeah, bro. And he had fucking pictures on his wall of athletes. I don't follow sports, but there were some fucking athletes. Yeah. Signed, Thanks for getting me out on the field. And motherfucker. Oh, like, okay. and bro, he's like, we're going to cut this shit open. Move this, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there. And he's like, when do you want to schedule? What's the next? He's like, in two weeks. I'm like. All right. He's like, don't you want to ask your fucking parents and yeah. this and that? And then I'm like, dude, dog, I've been here by my other. I'm going to take an Uber over here and take an Uber back. Yeah. So that's when I went. Dude, I was by myself two months. My entire bones cut open and I'm recovering. Not one single soul comes up and hangs out with me. All my so-called friends don't give a fuck. But I could tell that. Wouldn't that be like very... um heavy on your mind like heavy on heart since what you were already going through with that heartbreak as well like what were you thinking bro oxycodone and whiskey that's what got me going oh shit i didn't know it got you high but it fucking gets you high yeah i didn't know but bro i was just fucking grinding to the gym bro i had bruises underneath here I was just crutching to the gym every day, training my upper body. Oh, shit, you're, you're still training, bro. I got, I moved apartments downtown, lived there so I could be two blocks away from the CrossFit gym, so I can crutch over there. The trainers over there, God bless their soul, mm -hmm. would set shit up, and I trained upper body five days a week. It was overtraining, but I don't give a fuck, right? And I'm like, I'm gonna get my upper body so fucking swole that when it's time for legs, I'm gonna smash legs for three years and get them jacked as fuck. 
And every day, bro, I went over there. One time, dude, people would think I'm homeless. One time I was scratching down, this homeless person came up to me. She's like, do you know uh, a good place to sleep tonight? And I'm like, I don't know. I just live right there. And I was going down. And I'm like, then I realized, dude, this motherfucker thought I was homeless. <laughs> I crushed 45 minutes because scratching takes a long time. Yeah. To fucking Floyd's to get my hair cut okay. and my beard trim and went back, bro. So once I started doing that, once I and then that's when I was reading about uh, fucking diet, nutrition, and all that stuff. Bro, I got shredded in one week. I had abs one week after my surgery just because I dialed in my diet without doing any cardio. So like all these years of, of you going through this so helped this out what you're where you're at now. Bro, God, God put me, I am privileged. Because God made me fat, gave me a deformed knee, gave me through a divorce. God gave me the privilege of going through these hardships. So I became this person who has this much knowledge. And it is my duty and obligation to God to bring this knowledge to other people. Because the, most people don't have the privilege of the hard life that I have. Most people have the handicap of a good life and easy life. So they don't harden the fuck up. And that's why they need my help. Now God it. gifted me. When people are fat, I'm like, God gifted you that. Being fat is a gift. You know why? Because the goal is not to be skinny and fucking weak. The goal is to be jacked as fuck. And from years of sitting on your ass and being fat, your body had to move that weight. And your body was building all that beautiful muscle underneath. So when fat people come to me, I have no problem saying that word. Bunch of fatties come to me and like, oh my God, I gained 30 pounds during COVID. You know what else we were building? You're building muscle, and I'm gonna keep it. That's a gift to you from God. My hardships was a gift. You gain a bunch of 30 pounds of fat, that's a gift. You build a bunch of muscle in your quads, your glutes, your ass, your chest from doing nothing. You were just sitting on your ass eating some cheeseburgers and you build muscle. Now let me take care of the fat. See, I can see why they, they call you a life coach, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But people are too stressed out, bro. I was always stressed out about a little bit of fat, losing my hair, bro. It's okay. No matter how fat you are and no matter how broke you are, no matter how miserable you are, there's always someone more miserable. Of course. No matter how much money you are, there's no matter how much shredded you are, no matter how much pussy you have, no matter how much billions of dollars you have, there's always someone who has more and has more pussy and has more shred. So just be happy now. <laughs> and make an improvement. We're going to make the best improvement we possibly can. We're going to try trying to be the best versions of ourselves. Mm -hmm. But if we don't reach this image and this image and this image, just fuck it. All we need to worry about is we've reached our best version. Same. And that goes back to like not giving a fuck what people think, right? I, I, I relate to that. You mean, because once... I got over that. Like, that's when Vic came out. That's when Vic, Vic was created this whole person. Like, man, I was like, fuck this, man. If you're fat, people are going to talk shit. Exactly. If you're skinny, people are going to talk shit. If you're big, you're going to get talk shit. If you get shredded, people are going to talk People are always going to talk shit. Always so going to have an opinion. Let's stop fucking worrying about it now. Exactly. Now. You know? <laughs> and it's like, to each of its own. I mean, like, I'm not trying to bash everybody else. You know I mean, but at the end of the day, there's always going to be that closest person that you think they're close and they have the worst opinion about you. That's what sucks. You know I mean, but that's the reality of the world we live in. Unfortunately, you know what I mean, but as of you, grandmaster Gaines, where do you see yourself going now? Like 
do you see yourself pursuing something more than training? Dude, yes, yes. Because the thing is, dude, like, I have more to offer. You know, I have way more to offer. Like, the thing is, like, I, I get clients all the time, and I'm like, man, if I wasn't able to help them out, who else will? And that's what's kept me in the game for this long, you know? Because I can easily fucking, I speak Urdu, I have a fucking college degree. I can go to fucking the Air Force and start fucking uh, translating shit in fucking Pakistan and make fucking 100, 200,000 a year. Oh, yeah. Fucking no problem. But I'm staying in this game because people need my help. But at this point, bro, like I've held enough people. I've given back to the community. I got to move forward. I got to touch more people. So my goal in life to make the biggest impact before I fucking die. You know, that's what gives me joy. This is how I'm going to live forever. So this opportunity that you gave me, bro, this is a new platform. I want to get into this. I love stand-up comedy. I've seen that. It should look so, fucking funny. Dude, I just want to reach as many people. My goal, okay, this is my goal. I want to get as many people shredded as fuck and be happier. I want to make as many people happy as I can before I die. And I can die tomorrow. So every single fucking thing that I do, even if I came here and I saw you one time, you're going to remember that, hey, we, we went out, we had a beer, we had a good fucking time, and I wasn't a fucking asshole, and I impacted your life in a positive way. My goal is if somebody hears me for 30 seconds, sees me for 15 seconds, spends an hour of me, from that moment on, their life is better just for, because they spend one Second, two seconds, three seconds, five hours with me. And that's gold right there. Yeah. Man. That's fucking gold. Um, damn. Yeah, that got me. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, like, again, this is why, like, again, like, I know I've been preaching this for quite, like, a couple episodes, but, again, it's just to help. I find joy and I find love in doing this, hearing your guys' stories. I, I love hearing and I love being privileged to that you guys have a platform to speak, you know, to speak about what you're going through. Cause I'm pretty sure there's other guys, other girls, whether what they identify as he, she, she, his have the same problems. And sometimes they need a voice to give them that push. Bro. I'm just like everybody. That's, you know what? Like, this is a great point that you're bringing up. This is the reason why I'm doing this because I want to tell people I'm a dickhead, just like everybody else. I'm insecure. Mm -hmm. I have depression. I have financial issues, fucking fighting with my girlfriend all fucking day, relationship problems, I have it, ADHD, I have it, suicidal fucking thoughts, I have it, insecurity, I have it. You just stop giving a fuck and you do it. We all have it, bro. The biggest thing that helped me out was hearing, one of the biggest things is like David Goggins. He said that one of the biggest things that helped him out, me out, I'm quoting it, he's like realizing that everybody is just as fucked up as you. Everybody is fucked up. Everybody is fucked up. You're dwelling on your problems. This everybody is fucked up, right? The only reason why you think you're more fucked up than somebody else is because they've been better at hiding their fucked up shit from you. Amen. Every I'm a dumbass. I was called a loser. I still get called a loser. Most of the people at the gym, I'm think I'm fucking. An idiot. They think I'm fucking crazy for eating all this red meat. <laughs> fucking for lifting all this. I'm fucking vaping outside all the time. Fucking uh, like that's the thing, dude. Like you just fucking roll with it. 
Yeah. I'm just like you, bro. I'm the same fucking dickhead. I didn't want to come here tonight, bro. I've been tired. I wanted to go home and fucking have sex and fucking eat food and smoke weed. But I just fucking go and do it and I came with a fucking smile. Did I, I tell you I'm fucking... You said, how was your fucking day? You know how my day was? I didn't want to wake up at five in the fucking morning. I was fucking tired. I fought with my girlfriend. Tiff and I broke up at fucking 12 p.m. and we're, uh, 4 p.m. when we're coming in. I'm coming here. I open the door. Tiff was like, let's break up. I'm like, I fucking let's fucking break up. Fuck you. Fuck you. We ran to the gym. I came outside. I'm like, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry. Hey, we kissed and make up. That was my fucking day. Right? I want to fucking come over here. I was fucking tired. When you say, hey, Mo, how are you doing? Fucking great day. Let's go have a fucking beer. Right? I'm just as fucked up yeah. you. I'm insecure. I'm a fucking asshole. I want to be mean to people all the time. I'm fucking stingy. You, you, uh, you see what I'm saying? But you just don't do it. You just don't fucking do it. And that comes with the years of experience. You know, the years of learning. You just, just keep doing it, bro. I thought I would be shredded as fuck making a million dollars at 27. Now it's 10 years later. I'm 37. So it took some time. Okay, <laughs> just fucking don't. Just like, oh my God, I'm tired in the morning. Me too. I'm sore. I have a tough, tough time going to the gym. Oh man, I really crave fucking uh, candy. Candy? Candy? Oh, I can't give up bread. Bread? You know what I want to do? I like cocaine, motherfucker. I have fucking ecstasy on me right the fuck now that I want to roll, go to fucking Hong Kong, fuck a bunch of bitches, and my girlfriend is going to fucking leave me. I want to do that shit all the fucking time. You just don't fucking do it. I can't give up bread. Try giving up cocaine when your name is Zigzag Mo. <laughs> or do it right the fuck now. You want to talk about fucking cravings? Oh, I, I, I can't stay in the relationship because I like fucking having sex too much. I like fucking having sex. I want to fuck everything. You come back in a tutu, I'll fuck you too. <laughs> but we just fucking don't do it. I'm a same dickhead. I'm lazy just like you. I'm insecure just like you. I fucking have no parent tolerance just like you, but I have a tattoo on my fucking neck. You I just see. fucking do it. You, I'm no better than you. And I'm you, worse off than you. You know what's funny? God gave me a fucked up knee. I fixed that too. <laughs> but I think it comes back to this like whole post that you posted is you're not fucking disciplined. You're not fucking dedicated. And that's the end of the day. It's either you want it or you don't. Everybody has fucking excuses. And that's the bottom fucking line. Start by doing something you don't like. I don't like fucking waking up in the morning. I started waking up earlier. I don't like, you don't uh, like cold showers. I just walked in that fucking cold shower every fucking day, bro. Yeah, you're fucking crazy the, for that. Doom, uh, bro, the, when they're worse, <laughs> it seems. Bro, the only reason, the only reason to this day, I will tell you this point. I go into that fucking cold shower because I can go outside and tell my fucking girlfriend and pisses the, the fuck off. One time I woke up in the morning. I just went fucking all, all over the place. I look for my wake. She smacked me on the fucking head. Like, we're like, you're a fucking maniac when you are up. Some little bitch is going to be like, oh, my God, that's Mystic Wiley. She doesn't love you. She doesn't respect me and this. And I'm like, I am a fucking maniac. And I got uh, a tattoo on my that. fucking neck. That's, that's, why, that's why I got this fucking tattoo. That's exactly yeah. why I got it. And I told her. And she's like, she's like oh, I'm, so, I'm like, you don't have to apologize. I'm going to fucking get you back, back. I'm like, I'm going to get that maniac tattooed on my neck. She's like, ha, ha. I got it done on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Fuck fucking yeah, fucking well, man. <laughs> hey, but you know, like, you're kicking ass, bro. You're fucking kicking ass, man. And I, I 
believe it or not, like it's a little motivating, man. Like it is. Bro, you motivated me, bro. I was watching all your shit. I'm like, this motherfucker, ninety as fuck, fucking lifting all this fucking weight, bro. I'm like, I gotta get fucking ahead of this motherfucker. Shit, uh, like kept going, bro. It's well, all positivity. Well, well, look, we we met back about what five, no six. Six years ago, mm-hmm. holy shit, almost seven. Six, yeah, seven. seven. Yeah. I mean, if you're, I've known Stephanie for seven. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. About yeah, seven years yeah. ago, fucking shit. Like time fucking flies. But one thing that I gotta say is that you've been fucking dedicated. You've been fucking disciplined. You've been dedicated. You fucking told me at the gym, I'm gonna go to self made. You should come, Vic. You know what you're doing. I was like, eh, maybe yeah. no. And I didn't take but that. But you're offer. doing your own shit. I'm doing my own shit later on. Yeah, it took it took me time. We I mean everything came with time. But you from the get go was like fuck this i'm gonna do it and look where you're at bro bro and and i'm gonna say this exact same thing about you bro and you had a kid on top of it because you know if i didn't have the highest amount of respect for what you're doing i'll straight up tell you i wouldn't be fucking here Oh, thank you, man. Fuck no. I would have convinced I was like, fuck this guy. Fucking, he's a fucking <laughs> loser. Don't waste your time, bro. Like fucking, I've been following you. I've been watching your shit. Yeah. You've been on the fucking grind. Not only that, you have a fucking dog and a kid, and you still grind that shit. Like, if, if, if I was looking at you, I'm like, bro, like, I thought my shit was hard. He has a kid. You know, there's always someone who's grinding more. There's always, if I had a kid back then, fuck, bro. Yeah. Maybe I wouldn't have fucking grinded out, but you did it. Bro, we all have our own shit. Yeah. You just keep fucking going. Or then look, you have the, I don't know shit about a fucking pod. I can't even afford this fucking camera. I don't even know. You have the fucking, you have this thing over here, this fucking thing, or you got fucking Tupac up in this bitch. Fucking, it goes back to this man. I just stop fucking spending money on stupid shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, man. But. So this was your craft. You went hardcore into this and you have this fucking side. What the fuck? I've never seen anything like this. Bro, like real shit. Like Uh, I was getting in trouble for talking at work. Like. I fucking love talking. I, mean, I love fucking hearing people's stories. Everybody has a fucking great story. No matter what, you could be the meanest fucking person. You could be the fucking dick. You could be the bitch. But there's a reason why that person who is the art. That's the thing, man. Fuck work, man. Yeah. That's the whole solution to everything, man. All, everybody who's listening, every single fucking person who's listening, bro. If you make bread, I'll bread make buy bread for you. If you make twenty dollar bread, right? I'll buy twenty dollar bread for you just so I don't don't have to pay three dollars to Ross. I'll, if you, dude, if you can make fucking uh, these wristbands, make these fucking wristbands. Every single one of you can do something that has value so you don't have to work for a motherfucker who's going to tell you you talk too much. You don't have to listen, bro. Go back in time. There was one farmer. There was a baker. There was a one guy who made the fucking shoe. Dude. I'd gladly pay $100 a shoe because I will have $100 for a shoe because every motherfucker is coming to me for training. No. You can buy pay $20 for uh, for bread because you, you're the only shoemaker. Start doing your own shit, bro. I will support you. We will support you. Definitely. You, you know what I mean? Like, like, that's the thing. Stop working for motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to have a job that pays the bill. Yeah. And then, then, then stop bitching about it. Oh, I have to go work and my boss is an asshole. Bosses are always an asshole. You will never be able to do what you want to do. Right? Start your own shit. Get the job, pay the bills money. Suck it up. Stop bitching. Grind it out and find your own shit. And if you have, don't have the balls to find your own shit, maybe then you're supposed to be working for somebody like me. Amen. And stop talking shit about me then. And that's the ugly truth, right? That's yeah. Fucking ugly so, truth. Lo, look, bro, you want to stop fucking, you want to put your fucking dick out, you know? 
and be like, I'm my own person. I don't listen to nobody. I'm a bad bitch and this and that. Then yeah, go through the grind. One day you're going to be broke and you're going to have to figure out how, how you're going to cover up $3,000. Mm-hmm. That's going to be stressful. That's going to be hard, you know, but you know, what's going to be amazing. You don't have to answer to nobody. You don't like your job, figure it out. Find something else. I did it. You did it. This is how Joe Rogan's podcast started. This is how anything started, bro. I'm going to have fucking millions of fucking dollars, but I'm not focused on the millions. No. I'm focused on being the greatest. Exactly. I'm focusing on doing the best thing I want to do. Bro, look at this setup. We're going to have fucking, we're going to get the hundred fucking million dollar deal from fucking Spotify, but that's not the goal. The goal is to make this be- the best. Hey, fucking man. And yeah, that's where it goes to like, I'm doing it because I love it. I'm not even thinking about the money at all. They're like, oh, you know, you don't get paid a lot. I go, I don't give a fuck. I go, dude, if this podcast goes to shit and you do something else and I do something else, I will still value this one hour that I spent with you because it's a fucking blast. I'm going to die with this memory. Exactly. That's value to me. Put people to put a monetary value on everything. Your passion, your love, your mind, your health is more valuable than anything. That can create wealth. I can go on my phone for five fucking minutes, message a bunch of people and pick up a client. Right? But if I lose this hour, this one hour hanging out with you, hanging out with Lynn, I can't get this back. Mm-hmm. What created those fucking $100 from messaging me, my heart, and what built that by talking to you, by spending time with her? That's what creates me. The fact that I study mathematics, the fact that I sleep well, the fact that I have enough cholesterol. Yes, cholesterol is good for you. Eat more cholesterol. (laughs) Cholesterol and red meat in my diet. That's what makes me. When I'm me, I'm a money generating fucking machine. When I'm shit, I'm asking for shit. I'm chasing clients. When I'm the best, I just, everybody says, oh, try doing this for marketing, this for marketing, this, fuck marketing. Fuck marketing. If you're a piece of shit, you need marketing. If you have a shit product, you need sales experience. Mm-hmm. Make a great fucking product of people will find you. I just focus on being the best. I just took this motherfucker and I said, I'll make this motherfucker when I had five clients, the sh- most shredded motherfucker I possibly fucking can. That's all. I didn't get paid doing that. I wasn't making a lot of money doing that. But when people saw the finished product, everybody's fucking going, oh, I want to fucking train with you. Fucking, you keep fucking, have a shit product, you'll weasel this one in, you'll weasel this person in, you'll weasel this person in, then this person is going to find out you're a piece of shit and then you're going to leave. Fuck that. That's should be the best you can. Just be the best at your craft. Make this the best podcast. Be the best strength and conditioning coach. The money will come in. Stop chasing all that shit. All these mumble rappers making bullshit fucking music. DJ Khaled, he's the shit, bro. Yeah. He makes good shit. Lil, Lil, uh, Lil Wayne, Lil Baby sounds different when he's a DJ Khaled. That fat motherfucker. Yeah, you give a fuck he's fat? <laughs> yeah, I mean, because he owns his shit. He, he I, didn't th- shit. I didn't believe him when he said we the best music when he first came in. <laughs> I didn't fucking believe hey, it. But he fucking does. He manifests that shit, but, man. But every t- DJ Khaled saw on the camera, I'm like, DJ Khaled? Oh, fuck. Okay. You are the best music. <laughs> Nobody believed me when fucking when they, they came out and I'm like, I'll give you results in three weeks. I'm the fucking shit. They don't believe me. I know they don't believe me. Three weeks later, they do. Yeah. I fucking love you, man. I because I you. didn't spend time convincing people I'm the shit. I spent time becoming the shit. 
See, that's it. People are going to find out for themselves. And if they don't, fuck them. <laughs> that's a dog fucking mentality. You got to love, man. Like, and that's how you're going to stay on top. You know I mean? Bro, you're always going to be mediocre yep. to somebody. If The Rock has 100 million followers and the world has, I don't know how many billion, there's billions of people who don't even know he exists. Exactly. Or they don't give a fuck. So you just got to be a king in your world. I need 30 clients to make six figures. Only those 30 people need to be, um, think me, uh, I'm the shit. Out of these podcasts, if 100 people listen to it, 80 of them are going to think that I'm a loser. 20 of them are going to think I'm the shit. I got to make that 20, turn that 20 into 2 million by just reaching more people. Exactly. We go, man. I fucking love this. All that matters is you think you're the shit. If you think you're a piece of shit, fix that shit. Yeah. Shit. all right man well i think that pretty much wraps it up for the night if you have anything else to say or anybody that's trying to become a trainer that's not sure last message you want to become a trainer get shredded as fuck yourself get shredded as fuck yourself put in a time see if it works for you then you tell everybody else Ain't nobody coming. If you're benching 225 and your client's benching 185, he can put in a little bit of fucking hard work to get those 40 fucking pounds. He doesn't need you. Yeah. If you're benching, you bench 350 fucking team. Nobody who can bench 250, 275 on their own fucking hires me as a fucking trainer. They're hundreds of pounds, my homie. Get shredded as fuck yourself. Be good at your craft. Everyone's going to tell you, you got this certification, that certification. I don't have a certification. I have insurance. Legally, I just need insurance. All right? I did not fucking know that. No, no, bro. Fucking get good at your craft. No one cares about a bartending certification. No one cares about a fucking college degree. You're the fucking second person to say that bartending certificate. Get, get, she's a fucking one of the best fucking bartenders, and she doesn't even know how to bartend. She just is a people person. <laughs> she, no, she doesn't. <laughs> she sucks at bartending and bet more money than everybody else. Because it's a game. Bartending's not about bartending. You don't give a fuck about the drink. You're getting, coming there for a good time. She gave you a good time. Bro, bro, if you make me a shitty-ass fucking uh, cocktail, I'm going to be pissed the fuck off. I don't want to fuck you. I don't want to fucking you. you I'm, like, I'm out at the bar. I'm like, if a nice guy fucking talks to me, I don't fucking care. I come over here. Ooh, Lynn's sitting there with those shoulders. Gorgeous. Lynn, just give me some fucking... She's like, how are you doing? Just wait for a little bit, honey. I'm like, I'll wait for as long as I want for you, honey. <laughs> you be like, wait for a little bit. I'm like, fuck you. Give me my drink. Mm-hmm. I'll pay 20 fucking dollars for shitty ass fucking Manhattan from her. It's not shitty. I'm just saying just because of the fucking analogy. Is that what I'm saying? Be really good at your fucking craft. That's number one. If you're good at your craft, the shit will happen. The rest is just the grind. The rest is just the grind. You will have to lose clients. You will have to struggle for money. You will figure all that stuff. I'm not your fucking typical fucking guy who's going to tell you write your emails and this and that. But one thing I'll tell you, get really good at your craft. If you're good at building sandcastles, right? Keep building those fucking sandcastles. Eventually, you'll be such a good sandcastle builder that people will pay you money for it. It will happen. If I open up my fucking phone right now, I can find a motherfucker who's making $500 an hour building sandcastles. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'll find it right now. So you want to be a personal trainer? Be really good at being a personal trainer. If you're not, spend five years. If you're not... 10 more years. If that's too much time, you just want to make a buck by getting a certification, I'm going to eat you up. 
Someone like me is going to come eat you up. Well, because he smelled it. You you fucking be a really good fucking personal trainer. Become a personal trainer because you want to be a fucking personal trainer. If you're biking a personal trainer, becoming a personal trainer because you can just easily get a certification and make 25, 40, 100 bucks an hour, I'm in this business to put you out of fucking business. If you're in here just to make a money money just to get as much money as you can from clients I was that motherfucker I was that fat kid who was spending money to you Tif- Tiffany spent $2000 to her trainer quit midway when she met me because I was giving her more results I remember get into this business and this uh uh question is just near and dear to my heart because I'm going to go all open on this become a person trainer I'll give you my program I'll tell you tell you I have given my program for free to other personal trainers and they say they're getting more results and they can apply to their clients. I'll give that to you. I'll give you all the information for free, but get in there to help people for doing good. Because in all honesty, bro, you're going get becoming a personal trainer because it's easy money. I personally will promise you I'm about to turn this fitness industry upside fucking down and you're going to be out of a job. fucking man <laughs> there we go the fitness industry i fucking hate the fitness industry it's an evil industry it's designed to uh, to uh, feed off of our insecurities and lack of knowledge to sell us bullshit that we don't need yeah. and i'm going to put an end to, uh, end to this you want to be a good personal trainer you want to help people fucking do it you be really good at your craft this is answer you want to be a bad fucking trainer you're going in there for the money one day i'm going to eat you up Deep shit right there. That's a whole different fucking topic right there. I know right there. That's a fucking deep topic. I'm tired hey. of motherfuckers spending their hard on money on bitch ass fucking trainers going no results. Every client that I get, I'm saving them from a shitty personal Because, trainer. Because, you know, like, it goes down to this whole, in a sense, it's kind of a pyramid scheme of, like, selling you more information, useless information that turns out to not be fucking true when you actually do the work. And it sucks. You know what I mean? But... There we go. I think we're pretty much all set in this. You have any more tea to tea off on? Uh, no, bro. You if you get me talking right, I'm going to go for another no, hour. No, no, we're, fucking, we're good, <laughs> man. I'm not trying to cut you, not trying to cut you off. Yeah. Man. I know you got to get your sleep. No, no, this is well. awesome, man. Fuck no. yes. And we're all set. So Damn.